This Connect podcast series is brought to you by Talent Talks and Life Online. Welcome. I'm Karen Cole, Editor-in-Chief of Talent Talks and Life Online. First question is, could you just briefly share your experience of kind of the severity of your illness and then how recently you have recovered? Started on a Sunday, um, woke up with a tight chest, but kind of dismissed it because I thought, you know, we're all paranoid at the moment, can't be COVID. Um, and then on the Monday, I woke up feeling dreadful. I thought I was so achy and had no voice and um, no temperature, no headache, just really achy and tight chest. That week I was pretty much manned down, but felt fluey. So I had a test and it was negative. So I thought, okay. Then that weekend I picked up a little and the next Monday I felt dreadful again. Um, And then I started to struggle with the breathlessness. So, but still no temperature, uh, no headache, but just the achiness and tight chest and a bit of a cough. Went to the doctor and she gave me some, she did some blood tests because she said, no, your test was negative but let's do some other blood tests you know for clotting and inflammation and my tight chest got worse uh, then I thought no this is this can't be so I went again for another test and that time it came back positive but that was almost 10 days after my first tight chest and then she put me on cortisone and yeah turned a corner after the cortisone I did have to have oxygen here and there so I wasn't as bad as a lot of people, but um, I had a few hairy days, you know, when you're a bit nervous to go to sleep because you're not sure what your oxygen level is going to do. So I was monitoring, but it's unpleasant. Wouldn't recommend it to anyone. <laughs> I'm sure not. And Natalie, obviously, you know, there's a there's a physical road to recovery and it sounds like you are, are well on that. But besides that, what has what is recovering <clears throat> meant to you? So physically, definitely better. It's funny, though, I've had a lot of funny things since, like inflammatory issues here and there. So, you know, the doctor said it's a long road. It's it's, it's the after. Like everyone thinks, okay, 10 days and I'm fine, but there's so many complications after. So, yeah, but I feel much more myself. Psychologically, it, didn't, it definitely had an impact on me. One, I, I feel very grateful. Um, my heart goes out to all the families who've lost people and and also to the people who've suffered. It's it's not a nice feeling to feel like you can't breathe. Um, and, and essentially, those people who died, died suffocating. So I think it's, it's, it's impacted me quite a bit. You know, every time I hear someone's on a ventilator or whatever, I actually get, a, I get afraid for them because... I had two nights where I was scared to go to sleep um, and they must be terrified every second. So it's just sort of made me realize how grateful we need to be every day and how quickly life can be over. It's it's unexpected, it's unfair, it's traumatic. Yeah, it's also made me realize that there are no hard and fast rules for this virus. I think it affects so many people in varying ages and stages of life and health. Um, So we just don't know. And it's essential to be cautious because there's no formula. I've had it. Like, I don't know now. If I got it again, you know, would I be worse? Would I have I developed some sort of immunity? And then while we're all sick of it, it's just not a thing to be taken lightly. Um, It's definitely impacted me. But overall, mostly I I have a huge sense of gratitude that I came through it. Um, But a very heavy heart for those who didn't. Natalie, so I've recorded... um you know, two other podcasts with with both Joni Petty 
And um, one of the things that, that struck me in, in those conversations is just kind of where they are now in terms of, you know, almost being in a forced slowdown post yeah. the illness. It's kind yeah. of most of us work at an incredible uh, pace and we are so used to being busy that, you know, when COVID impacted you or when you fell ill with that, it kind of put a hit a pause button. And it's yeah. almost given you that time to to reflect or reevaluate. Have you had a similar experience, or what has that been for you? Did you have you found anything like that? I you know, have three sons and a husband, so I live in a house with four males. So I'm very used to picking up the slack everywhere, and I just couldn't. I and mean, the other day, I was trying to carry an empty laundry basket up the stairs, and I got halfway up the stairs, and I was panting, and I thought this is ridiculous. Um, and then my husband came and he's like, what are you doing? I said, I, I can't carry an empty bin, like a, a basket up the stairs. So it's forced me to have to help, ask for help because I'm not good at that. I just get on with stuff. And yeah, it's frustrating. Like part of me, I feel like I'm better. But then when I try to push myself, um, I'm finished and I'm exhausted by three o'clock Four o'clock, I'm done. I could definitely go to bed. So it has definitely forced me to slow down. Um, the other day I had an appointment and I was a little bit late. So it was like the first day I actually ventured out. And so I rushed to the to the lift and then I rushed into the office and I was completely out of breath. And I thought this, I felt dizzy. So yeah, it does, it forces you physically to slow down. You just don't have a choice actually. You know, you, you do try to carry on, <laughs> but it doesn't always work. And from a professional perspective, have you, you know, I know you're, you're currently involved in, in work that you, you love to do and I'm expecting or anticipating your answer to be there hasn't been much change. But, um, you know, from, from that perspective, have you, have you looked at kind of what lies ahead for you and any major changes you'll be making as a result? I, a bit did change. Um, I, I feel like I have better insights into the depression that seems to come out of this COVID because you you are helpless in a way to do what you want to do when you just don't have the energy. I have actually reached out to help, particularly with the youth, counselling around that, like how to not let it get you down. And and yeah, for me personally, work slowed a bit because I just didn't have the energy or the focus really to be able to be totally present with my clients. So I did take about 10 days off. I did what I could, <laughs> you know, the things that I but like even writing an article, it took me two days to write an article, which usually takes me, you know, an hour or so, because I just couldn't concentrate. It impacted my work, um, and I think it's given me more empathy for people as well who are going through this. And last question is really around, you know, how are you coping? So, what kind of mechanisms have you put in place to to support yourself through this recovery period? Physically, I still do my breathing exercises that the physio gave me, you know, and I'm not being as diligent, but I can feel when I'm not. So, I still have my little oximeter on my desk, and if it goes below like 96, I think, okay, you got to do some breathing exercises. Definitely drinking more lemon and water, and more water in general. Um, and I think I'm. I feel like I dodged a bullet in a way. So I do feel more committed to being healthier and getting back to exercise and getting stronger when I can to sort of arm myself as best as I can, you know, with this thing, because it's not going away. And psychologically, yeah, I feel like I'm continually weighing up the wanting to see people and socialize with the wanting to be safe. And and it's sad. We need people. We, we are social creatures. So I think it's an... 
it's a continual balance and struggle to find a way to be safe, but also keep sane um, and feel connected. Because I think it's a very disconnected virus or disease, call it what you like. Mm-hmm. And it makes us afraid of people. And it also makes us afraid of, I don't know, it's just, it's it's a scary virus, I think, on, on a lot of levels. Absolutely. So, yeah, just trying to keep sane. <laughs> yeah, and, and not like a, a regular illness or, you know, where you can be surrounded by those that you love. Yes. It is, you know, as you mentioned, very isolating. But last thing, I just want to pick up on, you mentioned earlier that one of the things that you've felt a lot after after this is a sense of gratitude. Have you mm. been using that as a, a tool at all to, to get you through this? Or how have you been practicing or been more mindful? around practicing yeah, so, so for me for me I, I definitely am very conscious of it um, every time I hear someone's gone to hospital or like I, I feel anxious for them and I and I feel I don't want to say guilty that I'm I survived and you know so a lot of people haven't but I do feel very blessed that that I did come through it and that somehow my body isn't one that was totally whacked by the thing and I, I do think you know I, I do have days where I still get quite down you know like yesterday I, I had so much to do and I was exhausted and I just wanted to climb into bed and sleep and I couldn't and then I got a bit frustrated and I feel a bit down but then I just think sure you know at least I'm still here so I do try to focus on that a bit and you know make sure the people around me are also realize there's there is gratitude in this and it makes you more aware of your body I think so it's important to have a like a like a check every now and again you know wake up call your body is important <laughs> Absolutely. Nestle, thank you. I've really enjoyed our conversation today and really appreciate you taking the the time just to chat with us around your experience. Pleasure, Karen. Yeah, always happy to chat to you too.